mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I was going to say, we only have JT left. Have you seen that video where she, like just um I think it was like a compilation of just yes. him yeah. annoying her. her yeah. Publicize that they are in a relationship, even if she didn't show her man. But to do that, it means you might be we've gone we've gone back. We've retracted again. <laughs> oh gosh, you're allowed. Hi everyone, it's Beatrice. It's Tammy. And it's Sharon, and welcome to the BCS podcast. Ooh, do you know what? Sorry, um, I was deep in the other day. Maybe I should change up the way I say hi, everyone. It's Beatrice. Why? <laughs> because I just th- I just feel like it- it's not interesting. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like... Please, people aren't people aren't. <laughs> I was gonna say dialing in. People aren't listening to the pod for the intro. I think. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what, would, what if it's not that? What would it be? I'd just be like. Hey, it's your girl. Bye. That's, that is, that that is, is the one so that Sitting Park is going on. <laughs> Not hey. one. Oh my god, that show! That yeah. was a show, fam. You know, hey, I'm with my, hey, I'm with my girl Nicki Minaj. You know, <laughs> that's what they used to be saying on that show, boy. Oi, oi. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought like I hear some other pods and I just hear the introduction. I'm just like, oh, this 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 sounds a bit snazzy. Like... In the cut. <laughs> <laughs> it's a scary sight. It's a scary sight. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm there like, hi everyone. Yeah, but there's some other pods where the intro is not good and it's okay. worse than us. So yeah. okay. Let's yeah. just right. let's just be thanking God. Comparison <laughs> is the thief of joy. It's actually true. So so true. Sorry, the fact that you mentioned Nicki Minaj in my head, all I can just see is, is Safari dance. I was like... gonna say the same thing. Have you seen that video where she like just um I think it was like a compilation of just yes. him yeah. annoying her. Pissing her off. Yeah. She's like, what is wrong oh, <laughs> no, nah, the thing is though, he actually seemed like an irrit like he just seems so irritating, like fab. irritating. Because you know, I watch was? Love and Hip Hop, so he's on it. Mm. So he's yeah, me too. I watched that one as well. Hmm. No, but like, are you watching the current one? Oh, Atlanta? I only watch Hollywood. He was in Hollywood for a bit. Yeah, but now he's moved to Atlanta, so the Atlanta um, series is on at the moment and yeah. boy and like, he's been in a lot of drama lately because his wife um, Erica Mena just had a baby and the baby's like 
premature yeah and she's obviously she's in the hospital yeah every day like seeing um their oh, oh so she she still has to go into the hospital to see the baby yeah because the baby's in like icu or something still? Like that. is no, the baby but... still there i don't know whether it's, to be honest to be honest i haven't actually heard an update but all i know is that there was a point of time where the baby was still in icu she'd be oh going there God. but safari's in jamaica living it up i assume i assume that like when the baby was in icu like she was still in the hospital like she got trying to say not case i think she was for a bit yeah i don't know whether but i don't know to the extent where she's now back at home and she still has to go there and this guy's still doing his nonsense do you know what i'm trying to say to be honest whether she's going there whether she's staying there the fact that he is um in jamaica partying and stuff while Mm. their child is in ICU for and was born prematurely. Mm. I don't know, like there's no. I would have been on the if I was in Jamaica. To be honest, I don't even know why you're in. I I don't know why you're in Jamaica. In anywhere. Jamaica, at a point of time, obviously she gave birth early, but I feel like when you're around between when you get to like six, seven months pregnant, yeah, I don't think there should be any trip. I don't know. Obviously, there's some circumstances where stuff like that happens, but. Anything mm-hmm. can happen if if you get what I mean. Yeah. So I, I I don't know, boy. And the fact that he was still in Jamaica when the baby, like when he found out that the baby was yeah. being born prematurely, it just speaks a lot about his character. Absolutely, absolutely. But yeah, no, that compilation was absolutely hilarious. Oh my god, so funny. But um, anyways, how are you guys? How have your your week's been. I feel like I was talking to like to you guys in ages. Yeah, it feels like a while to be honest. I'm not sure. Mm, I think it's because we've left this recording like till the end of the week, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um. But yeah, how are you guys anyway? Oh, can we give a round of applause to Sharon for um finishing the first edit of her paper? <laughs> woo, 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 woo. Thank you, Jesus. You are faithful, oh Lord. <laughs> Hey, the way everybody has heard of this paper, yeah? Jesus. Um, <laughs> a stupid thing. <laughs> Not stupid. Stupid. So jarring. Like, I literally was working till two. Well, I worked all of last weekend, like mm. every second of the day on Saturday and Sunday. And then I ended up working on Monday till 2 a.m. And then um, I took Tuesday and Wednesday off. And I took Tuesday off to like prepare. For, like to basically finish the first draft of my thingy and then prepare for something that I had on Wednesday. And mm. anyway, I don't know what to say to you guys, to be honest. <laughs> I'm actually so done, but now well done. At least you finished that. Well first. done, yeah. At least you finished yeah. it. Exactly. Exactly. It was not easy. It's not easy at all. But um, how was your week, Tammy? Um, my week's been kind of up and down. Okay. Um, it was quite quiet at the start, but obviously, um, I'm getting ready to start my new job next week. So. Oh wow! It's next week. Yeah, next Damn. week. Damn, that time went. So I've just been using the time to reflect. Um. <laughs> oh, you've joined Beatrice in this reflection. Exactly. Yeah, it's because it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be a massive change for me. So, um, just getting like trying to get mentally prepared, prepared yeah. to, to to join the corporate world but um 
yeah so it's been a bit quiet but then obviously yesterday I went to Burn Boy concert mm. How I mean, why did it look like one point you were standing and then the next yeah you... because that's exactly what happened oh what okay so we so so um we bought standing tickets and then um I don't think the actual I don't think it was sold out no, if that makes not. sense so but it was still really packed like it was packed and then um we're like okay so let's go try and find seats so then we went up we went um like because you know from from when you're when you're standing there's like um like stairs to go up to the um yeah yeah to level one yeah but it's like the stairs that we went up is like for the floor standing so anyone that's on the floor can go up and like maybe go to the toilet or get okay. a drink or something like that which yeah. is cool so we went up and then we saw some empty seats okay and then we just went there and we just stood there for the rest of the why did you do that um i don't know like Hmm. standing standing was fine i had nothing the person i was with wanted to sit down so then i was like okay so then we went to we went then we just found the seats and did you not enjoy yourself did you not enjoy yourself with option of standing up in the seating area and then being able to sit down when you want to yeah to be honest i've had no i've never mm. had a problem i've never had a problem with sitting i've sat oh. down before mm. but Sarah, are you hearing this or... hmm. Hmm. that's interesting that's interesting no wait, wait, wait i said that i've had a problem with sitting yeah but i just feel like when buying tickets when you're sitting down you're restricted you don't know whether okay if you let's say you wanted to be in a group yeah Let's say you can only pick up four tickets. Let's say you want to be a group of six. You can only pick up four. You can only manage to get four seating tickets and the other two tickets are on the other side of the thing. So it, it just kind of defeats the purpose with going with your friends. Other with, with standing, you, at least you know that if you go with your friends, you'll all be together, if mm. that makes sense. That's the only mm. thing I don't like about sitting down. It's just that when I bought the tickets at the time, I didn't know... I didn't know all of the people that I was going, if that makes sense. I don't know how yeah. to explain it. But yeah. with sitting, once you buy the three or the four tickets, just know that that's where you're going to be. Like, you can't meet with someone else or something like that, if you okay. get what I mean. That's right. what I like about sta- the standing ticket. At least I know if I buy the standing ticket that I can go with other people that buy their ticket at another time, if that makes mm, sense. Fair enough. That's, that's, what, that's, that's the only thing. In me, I would lo- I would love to sit down. I don't I don't mind sitting down. I like it. You could you have the option to stand to sit and yeah. things like that. That's what I like about sitting. But it's just the whole. And then now you're not even guaranteed to sit where you actually want to sit. Because if that makes sense, especially if, especially if the tickets are um in high demand. So like you know like mm. with whiskey tickets, boy, they were just giving you any random, mm. any random, and you and then you're obliged to buy it. You can't mm. just be like, let me release it then try because the tickets are going to sell out if you get what I mean so yes. that's that's my problem with um with the, with the seating tickets if you get what I mean fair enough fair enough yeah I definitely prefer um seated tickets I can't lie to you like I feel like standing is cool but even with the whole COVID I know you basically said when we brought up this whole scene and standing I think you mentioned I was talking at it from a point of COVID as well because I yeah. felt when you're seated a little bit like at least you're around the people that you know are cool like especially for going with your friends and stuff you obviously not gonna lie yeah not gonna lie going to the o2 yesterday whether you're standing whether you're seated you're right though whether you're you're not you're not escaping it because obviously i had the 
best of both if that makes sense so mm-hmm. i was with the standing but then i was with the seeing as well because even if you're even if you're walking down to go to your seat mm. there's just so many people gay going into the block so mm. many people going into lining up to even go into the arena so yeah. many people so it's like yeah. there's no if, there's, if, there's no you know there's no you're gonna escape. get hit. you're gonna get hit if you get what i mean yeah. it's mad yeah Damn. Did they um? Because obviously, I've seen that they want to start doing this whole like clear bag policy and all that. Oh no, that, that. that's rubbish as well. I took, oh, a, really? I took a very opaque bag. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I, no, I think they they just did that to try and reduce it, but it's not yeah. like a it's not like a a thing. Mm. Okay, cool. So tell us about the concert itself. How was it? It was really good. Like I've seen Burner Boy before, yeah. so it's not, it, like I didn't expect anything less from him. Yeah. In comparison um, to it, other concerts, like where was this ranked? Um, I would out of ten, I'd give it an eight point five. Oh, okay. some of some of the points got deducted because he was a little bit late, so it was like it, he was rushing. He didn't really have um, interaction with the crowd because he he said himself. That he's trying to get through the um the set the the set if that makes sense so he mm. had no time to kind of be like hi guys but even saying bye he didn't even say bye mm. like, that's how and the the concert still overran because I think it finished at like eleven fifteen eleven twenty this happens too often at these concerts yeah it does but the thing is I don't understand because okay so I've seen David Doe and I've seen. I've seen David Doe at the O2 and O2 Brixton, mm-hmm. and I've seen Burner Boy at O2 Arena yesterday, and then I've seen him at Wembley Wembley Arena, which was a smaller venue. Mm-hmm. And it's like when these eyes are at the smaller venues, it's like they come out in time and they do the whole show. But it's like mm-hmm. once they get to like the O2, I don't know what yeah. happens with the time. Like I, honestly, I don't know what happens with the time every because they put it out that he was going to come out at eight thirty. Mm. he ended up coming out at like 9 30 so even like people that came out so like Rema came out Omale came out like they didn't get to do they only get to do one song each and normally Mm. you would have they would have about three Mm. woman because I saw he teased it but then I didn't see him that's what I'm talking about all they could do was tease it because there was because there was no time Mm. That's how that's how bad it was. Nah, mm. that's terrible. Yeah, and then men as well. Like, what are you actually doing? Like, it's not like somebody's your makeup artist arrived honestly, late. I don't, I, honestly, I actually don't true. Know. You know what exactly are you doing? Like, how are you doing? Wearing after what shade? are you doing? After after shade, what are you yeah, doing? I don't know. But the thing is, I can imagine. Like, anyway, we don't talk too much on the pod. I forget sometimes that people <laughs> actually listen to this. I'm sorry to say, but some whoever's editing will have to block. Or maybe I was gonna say, like with um, like um, Bernard, like he's very arrogant. So I can just imagine yeah. me, like imagine me actually coming out. Coming out on time, you must. You be know crazy. who I am. They yeah, will wait true. for me. It's true. It's true. No, no. Do you know? What? I don't. Maybe, think... and maybe he's turning up, doing small, small drinking and that. Yeah, no, yeah I don't even. Oh, think, absolutely. I don't even think it's that. I think sometimes we think that it's the actual artist's fault when sometimes it really isn't like that's true as well it can be yeah. like the most like oh someone that said it could be the promoter it could be i don't know someone else like most of you'd be surprised how much say artists actually get in a lot mm. of these things like yeah they've said they, they say that burner boy is um 
arrogant and whatever. But at the end of the day, when when it comes to things like performing at the O2 Arena, that he even said it himself, like, this night is really emotional for me. Because once you get to that, once you get performing at O2 Arena, you've now, like, that's another level of success, if you get what <laughs> I mean. And, okay. like, like he, that's, he was saying that this night is history for him, like, to perform to, obviously, I don't, it wasn't completely sold out, but let's just say 20,000 people. Mm. That's a lot. That's a big achievement. And, you know, in, if you're coming from a country like Nigeria, where you don't even have, like, the inf- they don't even have the infrastructure for, for them to have these O2 arenas, like, things like mm. O2 arenas and stuff. So they have to, they have to literally leave the country mm. to be able to perform at their biggest shows, if that mm. makes sense. Mm. So yeah. for, for, for th- I think... I don't know. I don't know what happened, but it just seems like whenever that the O2, there's always... No, you're right. You're right. I'm Maybe... Yeah, you're right. It's probably something to do with the way that you know, the stage has to be... Uh, maybe those those sound checks yeah. and all that. I don't know, man. Because but, obviously, I heard that he wanted to do, like, literally, like, loads, loads of songs and have, like... Because... Didn't he this... have, like, a whole track list that he sent out, that they sent out? Yeah, he, like, um, the promoter put out, like, all the songs... You should learn for for Burner Boy, oh, and it got to like it got to like we looked at the time it got to like quarter to eleven. And we're like, he still got so many songs mm. that he could do, and we're just like, I don't know, like the time. Did he, was just... did he do way too big? I didn't say anyone sucked that one. No, he did do way too big. He did. He didn't, or he did. He did. He did. Oh, okay, okay, okay. He did. Most of the, the to be honest, the the songs worked. Like the songs that he did. What was his worked. opening? Um, Level Up. Okay. Okay. Level up, and then um, it was to be honest. One thing I don't know if you guys have seen Burner Boy live, but yeah, yeah, he yeah. sounds exactly the same. He yeah. sounds exactly the same as he does on the album. Like you know, sometimes with these Nigerian artists, they're just mm. jumping, <laughs> hey. <laughs> jumping up and down, and they're not actually... No, we have to no, cut that out. No, we have to cut that out. But it's true. <laughs> I think she's improved. Her. Well, when she comes to London, uh, uh, she's always saying that her earpiece isn't working. How many times? I remember at the no shade to you, I, I really love you, but I remember at the um at the whiskey concert. Hi, 2019. That was really bad. That was really bad. She that was, was like tunes, tunes. My, my earpiece tunes. I can't hear. Freaking. Leave tunes alone. No tunes. Leave alone. She was like tunes, tunes. I can't hear. I'm thinking. Uh. I just think that that's what that's another thing as well. I was explaining this to someone yesterday. Like these artists really don't have, especially ones coming from Nigeria. They don't have the Nigerians are gonna flog you. By the way, mm. just so you know. no, no, no. But what I'm saying is. Yeah, they're gonna say, "Yeah, we do have the infrastructure." What do you mean? No, 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 what I'm saying is, no, what I'm saying is, okay. So when we went to when we went to Nigeria the last time, the two biggest concerts that happened was mm. Wizkid and Davido, yeah, and they were at Echo Atlantic, which is like, and it's literally like sand. Mm-hmm. It's literally like a festival. Yeah, and then. Another con, uh, Burner Boy had his concert as well, and that was at Echo Hotel. Mm. What I'm trying to say is that they don't have, like, yeah, they don't have like, like the, an arena. They don't have like they don't have the, arenas dedicated arenas, to these things. Okay, have, but like, they do nothing. have an opportunity to to perform to thou to twenty thousand prior, um, 
what is it echo what's it echo, echo yeah but you know but you know that it's it's not and like because i've talked to people that in nigeria so I'm like, i do get what tammy's saying i get I, what you mean but there's still opportunity for them to perform to no but she was amount. saying infrastructure i think what tammy's well tammy obviously you're you're right here so you can correct me if i'm wrong yeah but yeah. i think what maybe tammy's trying to say is that like we obviously have like arenas that are dedicated the, the sole purpose of that that building is for concerts and so no matter where you're standing you should be able to get the same level of experience in terms of like quality of sound and stuff whereas I'm guessing with obviously I've not been to like a concert at Echo Atlantic or Echo Hotel but I'm guessing that depending on where or how far back you are you may not still be able to hear what people at the front no no, no 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 that's, that's, that's not what I'm saying what can, I'm saying is what I'm saying is, okay, how do I explain? Okay, you know when you have an artist here, yeah? And you can see them grow from, okay, if they're doing... Um, I can't, okay, I can't, do you know I can't what? Think I, of a small, I can't think of a small venue. I get it, Tammy, I get to, it, I get it. And they're able to work their way up, up to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, the next... After arena, the next thing is stadium. Things like what Beyonce has yeah, done after she's yeah. done the arena, she's but she now went to stadium. Yeah, yeah. What I'm saying is that even let me give you an example. Like when I bought my whiskey ticket, someone from Nigeria was like, "Oh my god, I'm so jealous." I'm like, mm. "Whiskey's gonna have a concert in Nigeria in December," and they're like, "No, it's not the same." Mm. And the thing is, is like it's really not the same because with the arena, there's so much stuff you can do with the arena. The it's it's arena. more like a do you, remember do you remember Drake's concert when yeah. we went to Drake and yeah. he had the massive thing, the screen, the car, yeah. the car was flying in the sky, like yeah, I'm yeah. So that, I think obviously. I think what you're trying to say is that the production itself yes. and the thing that in the infrastructure, like Sharon said, but like essentially the production, the way they're able to put a show together is different. Because in Nigeria, for example, when you are performing to large crowds, it tends to be in a festival-like setting. Yes. And with festivals, you're limited to what you can do in yes. terms of... Yes, and like, then, like, with the Echo with the Echo Hotel, yeah. it's not oh, that's that different. many people. Oh, no, Echo Hotel is small. Echo remember when we went, remember when we yeah. saw Meg the Stallion? Like, yeah, it's not... Cool. Yeah, it's not that and the stage is small so yeah you're right think, and okay, i also think as well yeah, the point that you mentioned in terms of for example the the name of a of a concert or the or the name of like a location has a has a status attached to it so for example in echo um echo atlantic you can have like small people go there and perform yeah and like it's it is what it is whereas with the o2 to someone to take an o2 night you need to have got to a certain place before they even allow you to come to that sort of place i don't know if that makes sense so for him to be able to go to the o2 obviously i know we didn't we know he didn't fully sell out but you have to be of a certain calibre to be able to do that like that's just the way it is you have to be well recognized and they need to trust that you'll be able to to essentially provide them with a profit like you know what i mean like it's a business at the end of the day mm. um, and that only comes once and you're only able to do that once you have the right following the right crowd and you're able to attract those people into into arena that's why you know they've got the pit downstairs if you want to what is, i don't even know what that part that o2 thing is called where you go downstairs on that one day huh is that like the smaller one you mean yeah the smaller the one academy, down. I think yeah the o2 exactly so you've got what do you mean things. inside the o2 yeah, yeah. inside the o2. um indigo, o2 indigo. oh yeah, yeah that's you're right so yeah. yeah o2 indigo so there's different there's different stages now you're right the the live o2 like the o2 is 
got a massive status attached to it. So you're right that it is a massive accomplish accomplishment for Bernard to um to reach there. But you know it's so crazy because I didn't actually deep. I've completely forgot that that's actually his first time there. Yes, this is first. I completely time. forgot about that. I can't lie. And the, that's the point. To be honest, that's the point. I was just trying to make like the production level is just not the same. Like yeah, no, yeah. no disrespect to Nigerian thing, but I'm just going mm-hmm. off what I've seen and then talking to people. And the people that I talk to are also in that industry as well, so they mm-hmm. kind of get it. If you know I me, mean. like when my friend was like, "Oh, I'm so jealous," I'm like, ah, "Whiskey mm-hmm. that is from your country." Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. like that's mm-hmm. from your country, like. He's definitely gonna. They always do a show in December, so mm. it's like no, but it's not the same. And I can just and like it's true. Like being in the O2 is like it's a statement, if that makes mm. sense. So mm. like for people to say, oh, I performed at the O2, it's like a, mm. it's like a, an achievement, if that makes yeah, sense. Definitely, definitely. But um, no, I'm glad the um, I'm glad it, it was actually good because obviously when we all got the email. That the the price has dropped. Hey, I was thinking, good. But to be fair, I mean, everyone knew that the performance would always be good and top notch anyway, because he always gives a good performance. But yeah, that price drop. I'm sure that's also added to why the place ended up being full as well. Because I know a load of people that ended up buying tickets after. Oh, hundred percent. So many. Um, but no, I'm glad. I'm glad it was nice. It looks very bait though. Flipping neck. I swear the black community in London, like in the UK, I'm going to say UK because I'm, I'm, I can definitely imagine obviously people travelling down, but um, it's just so small. Like you actually sometimes forget, and I feel like we really started. To, people, are, I mean, they should have really known from time, but even from Love Island final, everyone thinking, oh yeah, Kaz's dick. This is this might be it because everyone's tweeting about Kaz, and then you see bang. Oh please, didn't people say that about flipping Jeremy Corbyn? That's what I'm about to say. People should have learned their lesson. I don't know why people keep on forgetting that we really people said really that about Brexit. People said bam. So think that your the entire UK is on your timeline. Then like, I don't know what to I don't know what to say to you anymore. Honestly, honestly, but everyone was like, "Nah, like how can obviously, um, what's her name, Faye finish before, before Kaz? Like we were all saying we were gonna vote for her. You just need to remember, oh, more this country is still predominantly white. Like mm-hmm. you need to remember that, y'all. Black people account for like eight <laughs> percent. Not even that. I don't. Think. I don't. I think it's even less than that. You know. Yeah, but um, yeah. Of course, this country. You know, when you when you realize as well how like how linked hmm. we all are. Three percent. Is it three? I thought so. I thought it was that small. Um, when you realize how small. No, sorry. How linked we all are. Like somebody knows somebody, and I I know that's probably the case with other people to an extent. But the way that it is amongst the black community is scary, boy. Absolutely scary. But now, look, from Snap anyway, I looked at it this morning. I was like, no, actually, like, a, pro- a proper decent time. Like, it actually makes us feel... Well, I mean, I wasn't there, but I don't know whether, Tammy, you would agree that it made it made it feel a little bit kind of like, like normal times, if that makes sense. Yeah, 100%. But at the same time, um, how do I explain? Like, I was tired. Like, after, mm. after a bit, I was just like, wow. I actually haven't done concert in like two years, mm. so it just I felt like you were glad you had a chair, fam. Hmm. 
Not even I'm tell like, her again, Shang. <laughs> I'm just like, just everything. Like, obviously, you want to have fun and things like that, but back in your mind, like, who we do? Like, honestly, everything, everything. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you look out to you'll be having fun. You look out to the crowd, like, wow, there's actually 20,000 people. Fam, cool. It takes, it takes one little sucker. Fam, that thing. I don't Swear. know if you guys saw this on Twitter, but um, obviously, it was also Reading Festival yesterday and today. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and somebody took a picture of a positive COVID test that had been left on the floor no! and was like, is anyone looking, is anyone looking for this? You're lying. Obviously they did the test, clocked that they were positive and said, nah, this is long time, dashed it and just kept going. Nah, Sharon, you're lying. I'm being serious. Jesus Christ. It's not funny. It's actually not funny. Hmm. What the heck? And also, just on COVID, I know every single episode we end up bringing it in, but oh my, this is part of our lives now. But um, I I don't know if you guys watch the ca- the Cabs Family. Mm-hmm. I don't. I actually have never tuned in. I don't watch, watch them, but I know who they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never watched like a single a single video from them. Like not even the ones like those car videos that I see people posting. Like, I just I always kind of scroll past. No offense. Like I'm sure their content is cool, but it's just not for me. Um, but anyways. Then I I was scrolling on YouTube and I saw that oh they put a video out and they said like oh like basically like escape COVID or something so I thought oh let me just listen to this because it would just you know what I mean like when you when I see those video titles and it's like they have the, the you know the wife and the husband there and then they had one of their children there I thought ah oh, this might be interesting so let me just let me just listen and when I tell you like when they were describing how COVID affected them like I was like nah like obviously. We all know people that have had it and stuff. And obviously, like, it, we already know it's not a joke. That's the reason why, for us anyway, we all decided that we wanted to get the vaccine. I might cut that out if you guys don't want me to put that out there. But, um, um, don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so he was explaining how it started. Essentially, they literally were careful and everything. And then, basically, they lost a family member. So the wife ended up going out to um, the funeral. And she basically caught it there. Oh wow! So she brought it home, and essentially he said, and she was like, "Not kidding." He said, "Like when she came back, like they also there was another family that came and visited them, and when she when she hugged the I don't know whether it was like who I don't know who it was, but there was a lady that was there, and she hugged her. The husband basically said that he swear he saw COVID fly from one person to another. Like he just <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Bro, I saw the particles fly." He was like, "I, I something just told me." covid is here and literally like they then explain their journey and i would encourage anybody to not actually don't know where i can encourage but it's something just interesting to hear like he they're obviously very fairly young and the way that covid took him out is unbelievable this guy was sick like he and you know when you hear people say oh yeah like i thought i was gonna die like he genuinely yeah i've been hearing people say yeah. that a lot yeah, like you know, oh yeah, exactly. Like you hear it and you just think, ah, oh, like okay, I know you were really, really sick, but no, no, no. He like he said that like he was ready, to, like he could decide within himself to kind of let go, like, and that is so deep, like literally, it was so deep. That's crazy. Honestly, honestly, and because they, it basically the whole family. I think basically the he she obviously caught it, but somehow I think she hadn't been interacting with the children during the time before she properly developed symptoms or something. So there was a point where it was just them two locked up in their room 
Um, and the children were obviously, and they have fairly young children. So like, um, the oldest daughter had to basically start looking after the younger, the younger ones, which is obviously like a mad thing for her to go through. But obviously, really good that she was able to cope and stuff. So she, they had to like be talking to her through the wind, through the door. But they were saying that they were so ill they could not get up, and like he was literally wheezing, like he could not breathe, like at all. Um, and they wow. said, you know, the oxygen, I know the oximeter, basically, like, they tell you, and I think um, this is something that, Adam Sharon, remember when Shay posted, like, a thread about, like, in the height of yes. COVID, when she's talking about, make sure you have an oximeter, if it goes below, like, I think it was, like, 92, then you need to call the ambulance, let them come and, like, assess you. He yeah. said his oximeter was 70. Whoa. Wow. Which is literally, like, they were, like, when the ambulance came and they, and they measured it, they literally looked at him like you basically should not be here like you wow. should not be able to be here being that's at 70 crazy. Like, that is absolutely mad they said that's literally what they will say someone who's literally on their last breath will be on like hmm. that low so basically he didn't so he almost died then fam he basically did like he was in hospital for ages and like they showed the like some pictures and stuff and she was just like she was explaining it as she was sick herself so she couldn't even like do anything from her own bed um, and then obviously her husband's in hospital and she was explaining how she was feeling and obviously like I'm not married so I I like and I know that when you're married obviously like it's a whole different ballgame you've got a family and everything but the emotions and the way that she was talking like it was just so mad like, I was like wow like imagine you're literally having to psych your, you have to tell yourself and prepare yourself because you know you there's a there's there's a chance that your husband is not coming back home for you. So wow. she was talking about how she was feeling and like, obviously she was sick, so she couldn't even see her kids. Like she couldn't even help them. And she also was feeling shit. Like there were just so many things that was going on in that story. I don't know if you, if you guys have some time and you're, you know, when you want to look for something to watch and, you, and you're eating your food, I definitely recommend you go and watch it. Wow, what me, a depressing like, thing to eat, to watch my right? food. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, I was listening to um, the Receipts podcast the other day. And to be honest, I don't really listen to them anymore I don't really know why but I never mm. really listened to them like that to be fair but Melissa was on there so I was like obviously I have to listen to this episode because mm. she's funny mm. and um obviously she was well, not obvious but I think you both know but yeah she was saying that she had COVID recently for the second time yeah yeah um and she said that she like um like you were just describing she said that she actually thought she was gonna die Mm. and she was like she's never she's had it before and the first time she had it she was also really sick but she said this time was worse yeah and she said that it's really annoying because she's really like um pedantic with the whole like using anti-back mm. wearing a mask and stuff and she said that she thinks the one day she didn't wear a mask is the day that she got it no and she said that it. she was really 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 sick like and like um um, Ghana's finest, what's her name? Audrey. She also yeah, got she it. So, yeah, and she yeah. was saying as well, like, yeah, like she couldn't. She actually just like she was. She was also very, very sick, and she couldn't do anything for herself. And like mm. again, she just thought she was really close to the end as well. It's mm. just mad. I feel like this Delta variant as well is that like, it comes yeah. a lot stronger. Yeah, and even like Ade's brother was saying that people in hospital now are actually a lot younger. Yeah, yeah, and stuff. Yeah. So yeah, man, I don't really know. I don't mm. really know what else to say, but. Mm. even though you know when I saw the tweet with the COVID test I was like nah this is actually nuts like I was low-key laughing but at the same time I was like this is really dangerous because you actually don't know like even if you're fine you don't know how like it will impact somebody else's family yes, or exactly. somebody else if you pass it on but exactly yeah oh damn y'all that is crazy honestly mm-hmm. I'm telling you 
But we say every episode now, we'll continue saying it every single episode. Please, guys, before you go out to major events, just cuckoo test yourself. Like these lateral, I know these lateral posts aren't always accurate, but at least for your own sake, just know that when you did your part in terms of trying to, to just confirm that you are good before you step out, because mm. that person that, that saw the positive and then made the decision to go out is absolutely mad. Absolutely mad. Um, Honestly, absolutely crazy. Honestly, um, what was I going to say? Uh, I don't know if we should keep this in, but this is interesting. So mm. basically, I was talking to someone recently and they were telling me that basically his housemate had um, a trip to Ibiza booked. Mm. Um, Why do I feel like I already know where this story is going, but carry on. He, um, I don't think you do because this is actually nuts. Um, so he had a trip to Ibiza booked but he had COVID before he went but Mm. he recovered but the thing is like with the and I heard this on the um, pod as well the um, receipts one the lateral flow test actually tests when you're most contagious yeah it could be that you you have it but it's not picking it up because you're not contagious yeah anyway whatever so he had like he had recovered and he didn't have a COVID anymore but he was still contagious or something like Mm. that um so obviously before you fly out you have to do a covid test now to go to like Ibiza and stuff mm. and um he did it and it came back positive mm. and this was like a few days before he was meant to go and he said nah like, i'm actually going on this trip like i'm actually going so then he did another one got his housemate so my friend that i'm talking to now Hi. got his yep. friend to do it yep. came back negative he's like yeah i'm going i think it was the day of the airline, I think, called him and they were like, yeah, we know what you've done, basically. <gasps> because oh my God. basically, there's a way where, like, I think there's an obligation for whatever, like, company that you use to do your test. Actually, you might be able to keep some of this stuff in, actually. I don't think, yeah. I don't think it's deep. Yeah. But I think there's a way that there's an obligation with these companies who do your test to pass on your, the outcome of your, your test or, like, yeah. your details onto, like, the airline or something like that. Yeah, they so basically pass, they were like they pass, they pass on the information to the NHS. Yeah, so they pass. Yeah, anything that anything that sorry that person. I don't think he was thinking things through. Any any COVID test that you do, like from a private provider, mm. be it Boots, um, Randox, any of these like um, mm. COVID places that do tests, especially if they're private, they have as you said, Sharon, they have an obligation to inform the nhs mm. and that's how things get logged against your name so mm. for you to now do a negative covid test and then a couple of days later you're doing another covid test and it's positive mm. it's mm. gonna it's there's gonna be red flags like yeah. I don't, they think that some people think that they can like bypass the system but mm. not in this pe- pe- people are people that are doing this thing they're intelligent they know that some people could be able to get someone else to do the not COVID even test intelligent they have common sense yeah, mm. like, oh gosh. but yeah, no, you're actually true. right. It wasn't the airline that called; it was Track and Trace. They called mm. and they said, "Yeah, like we know what you've done, basically." And they were like, "You need to be, you need to self isolate for ten days." <laughs> so yeah, he wasn't able to go, and I was just like, "That is so nuts!" Wow. <sighs> yeah, this COVID boy. Hmm. No, people, as well. people are crazy. Them. Firm, like. I get the thing is that, like I said, I get why people are frustrated 
and you know you'd want to go on holiday we all want to go on holiday mate like we really all do but i just don't understand why you'd even want to go because you're obviously not going by yourself yeah you're going to obviously interact with people so you know that you're basically going to give it to your friends I just think that alone in itself is mad. Like it's not a case where you're you're thinking, okay, cool. Like everybody here, like we're we're you know, what I mean, there's no way I can pass it to my friends. I don't really care about other people. Like even though that's mad, but okay, you know that one. I, not that I can understand, but it is what it is. But <laughs> when you're talking about, especially those people that you literally are friends with, you actually want to pass it to them, and you're. You and guys... you feel confident to do so, you're mad. Have you guys watched um, Love is Blind, the reunion? No. I've not watched the whole thing, no. Okay. I don't think this is a spoiler. Um, But what's the guy's name that was dating that babe that was so drunk in the first show? Not Dame. Oh, um, oh Matt. Is it Matt? Matt, Matt. Matt, yeah. So I think Matt dated one girl on the show. I can't remember the girl's name because... What, Laura... Laura... Some, something like that the old one no 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 um after the show he got with one of the other girls yes 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 i remember them meeting at the table the breakfast table to talk about it oh what i swear they spoke about it on the brunch he, wasn't okay, on the, he wasn't he didn't come matt wasn't on the yeah no but the girl that he was with at on the show and the girl that he hooked up with after oh sorry show. yes 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 okay yes, they came to so discuss. He, he he got with her or something and they were and basically this other babe let's call her laura because i can't remember her name mm. laura was like um just so you know like i'm happy to like get with you and stuff but only i only want it to be the two of us um and she she said that they had that conversation about mm-hmm. exclusivity um and part of the reason that she gave was that she has asthma and obviously it's covid and she was like i don't want to have to be worrying about like other people do you know what i mean mm-hmm. this guy went and got with some other people gave the babe covid she's asthmatic i think she even said that she had to wow. go to hospital and i'm just like oh why do you men why <laughs> honestly no, no regard for her health at all bam bam do you know what it reminds me of another story yeah i hope i can keep this in but um basically one of my friend's sister she's um dating this guy and essentially like the guy's dad is sick so obviously like the son basically has to be careful with who he hangs out with because he doesn't want to take anything to his dad um to obviously like mess with his um immune system and stuff because he's already sick in the first place so if he were to bring anything like covid into this into the situation that's obviously going to take it to a whole new level yeah so because of that obviously he's in a relationship um so he basically would ask obviously his babe to like just like be testing herself before she comes and meets him which i think is completely fair um so that he obviously can have a clean mind like do you know what I mean? yeah just, just have peace feel, of mind yeah peace of mind and basically like she lives at home so and she at that time she yeah she lives she lives in her own place so it's a lot easier for him to like con- i don't know how to say, but for her to control like what's going on with her and stuff like that yeah so but basically then she then had like someone else that was living that moved into the second room in her own place, right? So she basically told the girl, like, yeah, um, my boyfriend's dad is not well, so please just, like, 
be cautious because he comes over to come and visit me. Like mm. we, I test myself like before um, he comes, like he comes in. So I would appreciate if you can. And by the way, this is her friend. So this isn't like a random person oh, coming wow. to stay. It's her friend that's coming to live, like stay in the second room, right? So the friend is completely fine with it, whatever. But then that friend also has a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. That's now, how it starts. This is why why do men comes into the situation, of course. So the boyfriend now obviously is coming to visit his own babe or whatever. And she basically has said to him, Look, by the way, like you know, obviously I'm living with blah blah. And by the way, the the whole like I said, the person who owns this house is the girl whose boyfriend is has a dad that's not yeah, well. Yeah, so yeah. she's yeah. able to dictate because it's her own house. Do you know what I mean? So um she basically said like obviously when your boyfriend comes over I would really appreciate if he himself as well can just test like it just makes things a lot easier like do you know what I mean like mm-hmm. yeah so essentially that guy was like hell no what, what do you mean hell no he was like hell no I'm not testing myself he was like I'm not testing myself like just to come to visit you like I'm not doing it wow. and the girl was trying to explain to the guy like my girl's boyfriend's dad is actually sick. Like, they need to be cautious. And he was like, nah. And he basically would come over and he would refuse to test. And yeah, then he shouldn't have time... come over. She shouldn't right. let him... But obviously, like, you know when someone... This is the issue when you're... Because we all hear, hear all these stories where you're allowing your friend to come to your house and then drama starts. Do you know what I mean? So when the yeah. boyfriend came over, he came over, didn't test, and then he was coughing. Mm-hmm. Guy, you cannot be serious. He was coughing up and down like an idiot, fam. <laughs> Just spreading his germs everywhere. And literally, like, my friend's sister, like, who obviously is the one that owns the place, was literally like to him, like, I'm you're really sorry, but like, the fact that you're even coughing as well and you're sneezing all that, please, please just test. And he literally said to her face, No. She even said, Please test. I'd be like, Please never come back here. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody pack your load. Are you mad? And be going. Can you imagine? But yeah, nah, that one I just want to share because again, why do men like I don't understand? I just don't What would you it. do in that situation? If if I were who? If you were the owner. We'll do both parts. You know me, I like A and B. If, <laughs> if I was the owner, I'm so sorry, but obviously like it's nice to have someone pay rent, but oh my, that disrespect is so rude. I'm out. I have to the babe, like so I can't lie, you're have your boyfriend test or he's not coming into my house or yeah. if you're if you have an issue i can't lie you need to start finding somewhere else to live because yeah. it gets to the point where like that's your own home and also this is your partner's dad like this is something like close to your heart obviously yeah and, like you're not like, res- what the hell like, like it's you're not even respecting it at all bam it's deep yeah i would I, that's, I think that's what i would say to be honest what about you guys i wouldn't say she should leave but i'd say he's not allowed to come mm. Yeah, that's what I said. I said that, but if no, you have an I would issue... say no. I would say, please, um, you have to go. What to <laughs> the guy? No, to, to both of to them, the to the whole yeah. fan, to the whole yeah. side of that. They have to go because yeah. just because he's not coming there doesn't mean that she's not going to here. Yeah, but she's mm. testing. So it's the same thing. The girl is still okay, going okay, out. Okay, that's fine. Okay, okay, that's fine. But if she tests positive, what happens? But she could have tested positive yeah, even she if she wasn't with the guy. If she tested no, positive, I'm saying, but what I'm saying is, okay, if she te- what I'm saying is, the fact that he's, re- I don't know how to explain it. To be honest, if I was the owner in this situation, I don't think I would. If it was that crucial, in like with my partner's father's health and stuff, maybe I wouldn't 
have someone else living in the second bedroom or whatever, I think I would try and avoid that. At all, but imagine at the person's cost. there though before the dad's obviously sick and all of that. So if the person's already living there, like you can't control that. If that makes sense. Okay, true. But then maybe I just wouldn't see the dad. I don't know. How, I don't know how to. No, I would just. I feel like maybe if because I explain I... my perspective, you might yeah, get what I mean. Either way, yeah, these girls are actually still leaving the house. It's just that they're testing mm. um, regularly. So even if she, even if the, your friend's boyfriend was never coming, even if they weren't together, there's still a chance that somebody could pick it up somewhere. So I wouldn't now say, mm. like, no, like, she can't live there because then I'm basically saying, like, nobody can live there and no one can go out. Because mm. the thing is, the reason we test is to reduce the probability of, of us spreading. spreading it. It's not that like yes. we never catch yeah. it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Yes, yes. But in that yes. scenario... And hopefully, if my friend is understanding, and she should be, considering that she was happy to test, yeah. I would just be like, "Like, girl, I'm not, I'm not being funny, but like, he actually can't come. I'm really sorry, but like, mm. only, like, I'm only allowing people in my house who are happy to test, and mm. that is not even just you. That is literally everyone. Like, that's mm. what I'm. Yeah. If he's now like, oh no, I need to see my boyfriend every week. Then that's all right. You can, you can leave, sis. Yeah, honestly, you can. But I wouldn't say that she has to leave. Like no, me that, either. I would say that. Decision... I, I was saying when I said it, I meant it in the, in the exact same way you meant it. In terms of if she then has an issue with me saying that he can't come, she should then leave. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So right. What though, are you doing, yeah. Part B? What are you doing if your friend, my boyfriend, doesn't? I can't lie to you. I, it's making me second guess my boyfriend. You know. Yeah. Maybe I'm just over. Maybe I'm exaggerating here, but genuinely. Why the heck can you not test? Like, this thing, yeah, I know the test is uncomfortable. We've all done it. It's annoying, up your nose, down your throat. We all get it, yada, yada, yada. But it's literally something that can be done and it's over in, like, 15 to 20 seconds, yeah? Why is it that you just can't do that? And also, is it because... And also, it makes me question, like, what? Like, is it because you know you have it? Or is it... Do you know what I'm trying to say? Like, if you know you don't have it, then just damn prove that you don't have it. Like, do you get what I'm trying to say? I always find it funny when those people that don't want to test, I feel like it's because they have a inkling or they have something within that them that's telling right? them that they might. Yeah. That's even I don't worse. Get otherwise. I'm telling I you, but yeah, I thought it, it, he could be one of those guys that's like, no one told me what to do. I'll do what I want to do. If I want to do it, I'll do it. If I don't want to do it, I won't do it. Mm, yeah. Or he could also be like, how are you putting regulations on me to meet you? I think... To me, I feel like that's probably obviously I don't know this guy from Adam. I don't know mm. what his name is what he looks mm. like. I think it's a pride thing. But yeah, maybe it could just be a pride thing. Like no one's mm. going to do. Like how am I? Go- how are you going to be telling me that every time I want to see my girlfriend, I should test my mm. flipping? He could have been thinking that. But if I was the girlfriend, like, oh yeah, like you're actually embarrassing me. Like Absolutely. I'd be so embarrassed. Um, we would probably have a really big argument about that. Yeah, and I think I would be like, well, we can't meet up in this house then. Mm. Yeah, me too. Me too. This is really inconsiderate. I don't know. Like, yeah, it's so inconsiderate. And I don't like. I'm not really a fan of like people, people that are like that. Inconsiderate yeah. for no reason. But and this is like, like the reason I think it's mad as well is because like even if it was the reverse, even if like um I'm living in my friend's property. Mm. No wait, hold on. No, I have my own property, and let's say my friend is living with me, and then um, but and it's her dad, it's her mm. boyfriend's dad. I would still tell, I would still be like, yeah, sure, I'll test, even though it's my yeah. own house. Yeah, and 
even my boyfriend, if he was coming, I'd be like, yeah, like you have to test because do you know what I mean? So I'm just kind of yeah. like, how are you? How are you? Dictating? But we've seen how COVID has literally taken like people's loved ones and stuff. Like, why wouldn't you just want to give someone the peace of mind to at least just help them? Like, I just don't get it. I don't get it. I just feel like you. I feel like your heart has to be cold. Like it has to be like so so cold for you to really refuse to want to test, to just give someone else peace of mind that they can visit their dad who is already sick in the first place. Like, they're already mm-hmm. going through so much. Why would you want to add, give them so much more to add, like, onto their plate? Like, it just doesn't yeah. make sense to me. But, yeah, that one, when oh, I heard man. it, my mouth was, I just said, what? Hey. Yeah, that's a bit crazy. Yeah. Absolutely, boy. Damn. Not that taking up so long, but, <laughs> y'all... <laughs> How was your week? <laughs> um, my week was very tiring, as usual. Um, consulting life is back in full swing, which is absolutely crazy. Like, I just can't believe I'm actually like going to like clients and like actually doing work again. Like, it felt so weird, but I have missed it. I definitely do enjoy being um face to face with people absolutely. because I feel like it just it adds a whole nother layer to it. Like. Yeah, I don't know. Me, I, I realised as well, I said this before, like, me and teams, we don't really get along. Like, I just I just don't think I do well with teams and communicating over teams and all that sort of thing. But, um, yeah, so I've just been up and down a little bit this week. What else has happened? I'm trying to think. Apart from that, I don't think anything else, anything, anything else has happened. But this week that we're recording is just kicking off bank holiday weekend. But um, I can't believe that we're literally in September, like, this would be the time where and obviously i know tally obviously you're starting your job but this is like the new school year time do you know what i mean yeah like damn y'all that kept me quickly for real for real for real but um yeah that was basically my week still okay guys so now we are moving on to um the bts song of the week and this time i am i don't know what the last song was but i it was um Naira Miley by Zee. Oh yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Um but yeah, now we're moving away from Afrobeats because it's my turn. And we are uh going to back to my homeboy Ifosa. Literally like the way that I um You say Afrobeats, but he's an Afrofusion. Okay, artist. I know he is. Okay, thank I was you. really but the song... that, but I thought let me let her <laughs> Okay, 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 okay. But this song is not really I wouldn't say this song is Afrobeat, so yeah. What genre is it? R and B R&B, yeah. Along with notes. Oh, I am so fly like a lion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so fly like a lion. I'm so fly like a lion. Never let Beatrice describe an artist ever again. Fam, I'm so bad with genres. It's actually unbelievable. It's disgusting. But anyway, long story short, my guy Ifosa dropped another song, another banger. Like he basically dropped this preview back in April, and I've been waiting for the song to come out. And it literally only came out like the other week. Um, but ever since it came out, like I literally learned the song in two days. Um, and yeah, I just absolutely love it. Like he's so talented. I said this all the time. Like I'll keep on hyping him up because he absolutely does a damn thing every single time. But yeah, this song is called Ice Cream Man by Ifosa. The song is sensational. Mm. It's a good vibe. Like what a song. Fam. The one line I'll leave you with is, she's licking on my neck. 
like say I be ice cream man. What a line! What a lyric! Of course, that's well, the line. Check that it you out. Huh? I said, of course, that's the line that you pick up. <laughs> Is that not the? That's that not the? What the about the fifty other the lines? What about them? Lines? Don't kill me. They're all worse. No, but that song is actually fam. So basically, when it when it dropped, um, Sharon and I were on our way to another motive, and basically, he said the song was coming out on Sunday. Um, but like normally, when people say they're coming out on Sunday, you know it's going to come out like afternoon or evening. So we weren't expecting it to be on Spotify. So I just mentioned it to Sharon, like, oh, imagine if it's actually dropped like at midnight or something. Literally, Sharon's like, nice here. I was like, wait, what? She's like, fam, it's dropped. I said, huh? I said, if you do, bro, within seconds, Sharon really hit play. Without me even saying anything, Sharon hit play, boom. <laughs> we were listening to it. We had to put it on the guys, loudest volume, fam. Yeah, honestly, we even like, I never do this, like when you're like, you get to like a residential area and then you ha- you're playing music in your car out loud. But we had to, because had to. in the middle That's... of the night, it was like 1 a.m., but. Yeah, we were I said the street must enjoy this song, bro. Bam. We were blasting that music and dancing because hey, what the heck? Anyway, Sha. But yeah, go and check it out. Um, we'll add it to our Spotify playlist. Tammy will add it to our Apple Apple Music playlist and we'll put it on our stories as well so you guys can find out the link to um to Spotify and Apple. So yeah, enjoy it. It's a vibe. You dig simple. Okay, guys, so this week um, I wanted to discuss a YouTube video that I watched the other day. Um, and the YouTube video was by the... I don't know if she's an influencer or what the heck she is, but um, <laughs> it was by Brinley, Brinley Lee. Is it? Yeah, Brinley Lee. Brinley. Um, Brinley. Oh, oh no! I'm sorry, y'all. Yeah, use podcast. That makes this is... babe's name. Don't <laughs> kill me. This is how you know I don't actually listen to this babe. We'll follow her anywhere. But anyway, oh, Brini Lee um dropped a YouTube video, and basically, let me get the name of the title. The, the name, the title of the video. Sorry, it is Life Update. We broke up. Me, I can't lie to you guys. I, I love a little bit of a tea. If I see a juicy title, I'ma watch it. I don't care. I'm a sucker. So um, I was like, okay, cool. Let me watch it because. Obviously, if you know about her, um, she posts a lot of videos on YouTube about finding a man, what you need to do, the, the red flags, blah, blah, blah. So when then she... You're making this babe sound so, like, somehow. But am I making her sound somehow? Yeah, you actually are. Like, no, it sounds but it's like not a bad thing. That's her it concept. sounds like you're coming for her. No, I'm not coming for her, though. <laughs> I'm not coming for her because that's her, that's her content. Her content is actually all Her content is more like... It's not just about that though. It's like more like self help videos. I yes, but it's all centered around men. It's not all centered around men. <laughs> okay, no. Okay, majority of it is. Um, Did you not just say you don't listen what, yeah? to this girl? No, yeah. Let me go through the last vi- titles of her videos. Yeah, yeah. is Kevin please, Sanders please, toxic on. narcissist? We all know that's one title. We all know men like Paul. Is he a narcissist? The next one, the truth about dating rich men. Mm-hmm. And then, okay, then this one's a break <laughs> because it goes into Dear Chloe, I understand. This is about body, um, beauty standards, da, 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 da. Okay, this one's a bit different because it says, are female rappers glamorizing toxic relationships, but it's still relationships. <laughs> next one is, why yep. men lie about what they really yep. want. Do you know, like, literally, like, the re- and, that's about like, six. Yeah. 
And also, like, that's how her videos, that's how she blew. She blew because she was posting those content. And I can't lie. I'm not saying that the content of it was trash. I'm just saying that that's what she did. That's what she does, yeah. Yeah, but the topics were actually, I mean, the things that she was saying, I'm I'm guessing, were obviously insightful because people were tuning in. People wanted to, to learn from her. So what I'm trying to say is that because she was known as someone who is that's very that's, very her, that's her selling point. Yes. Because that's no disrespect to her or no thing to her. That's kind of why I stopped watching her because yes. I feel like I was I feel like I put it on Snap one time and I literally circled all of the videos. Yeah. That it was about either like either like relationship or men, like that's the topic of the thing. Yes. And it just got like I just I keep on watching the same thing mm, over and over mm, again mm. and that's to me that's what she's known for like it's yeah. just talking about it's not, relationships like, like said, though, it's like it's not bad it's just literally what she's known for um but my point that i was trying to make is that because she is very very self but in her story she gives examples so she's very like self-aware i don't know how to make i don't know if that if that makes sense so she constantly reflects kind of like myself but her one is a lot deeper <laughs> her one is a lot deeper but she constantly reflects on on situations that she's been in and she yeah. obviously uses it to empower those to basically be like look guys i've gone through this avoid this all of that which i think is good whatever do what you need wow. to do. Um, like how the tone has changed all. no but i'm just saying but i'm my point is because she's known for that the reason why I was drawn into this video is because she then got into a relationship about two years ago and she was posting that she's super happy in this relationship. And um, obviously for someone who constantly talks about relationship and be talking about why they're single, why they're single, why they're waiting for that person, blah, 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 to then publicise that they are in a relationship, even though she didn't show her man, but to do that, it means you might oh, be... We've gone, we've gone back. We've retracted again. <laughs> oh, gosh. You allowed this babe do the intro. Yeah. <laughs> no, but for you... No. Nah, this is... I'm this is right. this is dreadful. I actually hope she's never listens to this. You said that she's basically scammed us. No, but I'm not. That's not what I'm saying, though. Wait, hold on. No. Guys, let me land. You know what? You guys always complain about my intro, but when I get there, you then say, ah, we understand. Let me land. Let me land. We've been scammed. Let me land, guys. Where the fire festival is going on? (laughs) Let me land. Let me land. So anyway, what my point is, she obviously posts all this, and then she then says she's in a relationship two years ago. And for you to publicize you're in a relationship after saying why you are remaining single, it then (laughs) must mean that it then must mean that this person that you're with you clearly are fully invested and you believe this person is for you to then publicly say it do you know what i mean mm, so yeah then yeah yeah so then for me to then i knew that she posted these things she announced she was in a relationship two years ago and then for me to go on my youtube and see life update we broke up Obviously, that's what signifies to me. Actually, this might be interesting to watch because I knew what her stance was. <laughs> yeah, not you coming to find out about her downfall. Yeah, I had to. Not her downfall. Not her downfall, but to find out like what's going on because for it, me, it must mean that this thing was deep. And this is the point of the topic of today. Lord and I, actually, before we go into it, I actually want to put a little bit of like a trigger statement. I, I don't know how these things are. Like, it might sound trigger wrong. Warning. Trigger, trigger warning. Trigger warning, sorry. <laughs> no, trigger statement. Oh, God. Who <laughs> asked this babe oh, to do the intro? <laughs> I'm so done. No more. I had to do it. But anyway, trigger warning. 
um to basically say that you know if you're someone that finds it quite difficult to hear about like abuse and trauma in regards to relationships um this topic will definitely trigger you um so i i would approach it with caution and if you want you're better off just signing off now um just for your own sake but <laughs> no but it's true that's the fact that's the facts, okay? But um, no way, uh, do that. So anyway, <laughs> I will proceed. <laughs> nah, leave it like that. It's no, fine. that's Let's the way it is, fam. Oh that's my god, is. sorry. That's the way it is. Go and listen okay. to another episode. That's funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's it. Go and rank your name. You should drop off now. Yeah, it's true though. It's, it's no, true. No, no one can come to us and say that we didn't give warning. This is the warning all. I've even given we've even added extra five seconds on. So this is your warning now. If you're still here. <laughs> you're still here. You're you're okay. Okay. So cool. So anyway, so then for her to post, I knew that it must be deep. So mm-hmm. basically, my point of this of setting the context is so people can understand why, from my perspective, I knew that this video would obviously contain something that is is deep because someone that is self-aware about how kind of to avoid certain situations and has found themselves in the situation that they've been promoting to try and avoid it just signifies how important it is and then um how important it is to be aware of these kind of situations um and that's what i wanted to highlight first before we go into it so sorry for the long intro but i had to set the scene so essentially with the video for those who haven't watched it i hope it's not a spoiler but if you want to go and watch you can pause now to go and watch it then come back but anyway (laughs) all these rules and regulations to how many people do we even have left on this podcast now i was gonna say we only have jt left Oh my god, that is so funny. <laughs> we only have JT left. Oh, hey JT. <laughs> nah, that is funny. Oi, sorry. You actually hey, sent they're... everyone away. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> What's next? <laughs> but anyway, with the video, she basically was talking about how she didn't realize that she herself was in a situation that was filled with a lot of emotional abuse. And I think that. I think now emotional abuse has become more recognised, but it seemed like for abuse to be like taken seriously, it had to have some sort of physical element to it. Yeah, you um, had to have the scars to prove you had it. To ha- exactly, you had to have the scars to prove it. But actually, and I think this is even something that we spoke about in our last episode when we were talking about cheating and stuff like that, something that's involved in like emotion like i don't know how to explain because it's because it's not um physical people don't take it seriously or people think that it's something that can be brushed aside but it's just as impactful maybe even slight i don't know let me not say slightly worse because actually abuse abuse is just trash in general and it's wrong but um it is seriously seriously bad um and yeah I, the reason why I want, again why i want to talk about it is just that you know it just it just read the her video basically highlighted the importance of surrounding yourself with people that can essentially open your eyes when you're blinded and i think that's something about love that definitely i wouldn't say scares me but has me cautious about it because i think to myself I'm not as reflect, and I know everyone's different, but I'm not as reflective as certain people, and they have found themselves in a situation. Clearly, this is something that 
we all should be taking seriously. Basically, I wanted to ask this question to you both. Um, obviously, it doesn't have to be about yourself or like just if it's someone else, obviously just, yeah, let us know. But um, I wanted to obviously highlight the importance of this and I think it will help the listeners understand the, the context if we give examples um so I wanted to know if you guys have any examples of situations and it doesn't have to be related to like relationships and stuff but where you found yourself or whoever you're talking about has found themselves in a situation where actually it's only because someone else has been able to open their eyes or uh, like after the situation has happened they've looked back and reflected and been like damn like I didn't realize how deep I was in this situation um because I basically I just want to highlight the importance of having those people around you um at those times like how, how important it is essentially so yeah I don't know if you guys have any examples you, you would be able to share I do I think those are two different questions though so okay. maybe answer the first part and then go on to the second part yeah um, with emotional abuse, I, I feel like sometimes when you say some of the stuff, it sounds like a bit like, mm, is it that deep or whatever? But then uh, often that it's like combined with like a lot of different things. If yeah. That makes- so I feel like for me, and again, this doesn't even have to be with like relationships or whatever, like it can mm. happen in friendships too, or even with people that you don't have much of a, have much of a relationship with. Mm. But I remember there was this one time somebody was basically saying like you're not even that nice oh gosh people just think that you're really nice but you're actually not that nice and that basically that I was behaving in the way that I do like like ugh, I was basically being performative uh-uh. the reason why and that was like a consistent theme it wasn't like and this was someone that knew me as well so it wasn't like someone random mm. and I think the reason why that one was like deep for me at the time is because I said I started then to like second guess myself Mm. and it started to create like a a distorted image of how I saw myself does that make Mm. yes yeah basically I just yeah like I just I don't know it took me a while to get over that and then the way that the person would always speak to me Mm. and I it like for a while but the way that the person would always speak to me would be like they would like invalidate like my feelings or like attribute the way the things I was doing to like the fact that like oh you're just trying to be like someone that you're not sort of thing Mm, mm. but yeah I feel like that situation was I don't know if I'd call it emotional abuse I think it is I think it's a a form like I think that's actually crazy Mm. I do I think I think that is emotional abuse to be honest because it's like yeah, I I, I don't know. I, I just think that is. I don't even know how else to what to add. To that. Because I think I think sometimes when you hear the word like when you hear sorry when you hear the phrase emotional abuse, mm. you kind of think of like people um being like maybe like some sort of like aggressive kind of like you know mm. like being like very hurtful mm. words and stuff like that. But also like little mm. small continuous things like jabs here and there could like Mm -hmm. seen as a a form of emotional emotional abuse and Mm -hmm. imagine if like something like a small comment imagine hearing it like every day or yes three times every day like Mm -hmm. at a point in time you're gonna be looking at yourself like wait hold on a minute like this I don't feel good if that makes Mm -hmm. sense like yeah go on 
let me even add let me give an example of like how that sort of thing would play out yeah so say for example like I like the person has asked me to do something for them and ordinarily I would but I actually just don't have the time Mm. then the rebuttal will be like see I told you you're not even that nice Mm. Mm. because I didn't now go out of my way to do that thing for them but it's like I actually would do it for you but I just genuinely don't have the time Mm. and then myself basically doing things that I wouldn't ordinarily do because I'm trying to prove myself to this person that is Mm. my friend so it just like it just got to a point where after a while I don't think and I guess this leads on to what your second point Beatrice Mm. after a while I then I think I had a conversation with a couple of people and I said this is what's being said like what do you think about this because like mm. I don't know what I can do and mm. I'm pointing now as well with this person where like nothing I do is good enough because mm. this person has it in their mind that like I'm not even a good person and they keep reminding me that I'm not a good person do you know what I mean mm. 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 yeah no that is very deep and I think Tammy you what you said is absolutely key like it does with emotional abuse like even just small things and for me when I think about emotional abuse I think of basically inflicting your own agenda by torment by tormenting someone else's kind of Mm. emotions if that makes sense so like Mm. to to push your agenda you don't really care how it's affecting that person like you just want to you just want to be right you just want to get your way like you want things to work for you and regardless of how it works like you're willing to let somebody else go through or feel a, some type of way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, just so that you can feel good or you can feel like, yeah, you're you're doing the right thing or whatever. So in that context, that's why I would definitely say for me anyway, I would consider that um, someone that's definitely abusing you emotionally. Um, and it's it's so sad to hear, but it's clear that you can testify to the fact that at the time, sometimes it's not, so easy to to realize it's only sometimes even when and even when you're a second so i have a question even when you were self like second guessing yourself was it immediately that started to happen that you started to think hmm or was it a while after you were like hold on a second oh it was it was eight it was ages like it was yeah Yeah. like a couple of years yeah exactly exactly which is why I, i you know i keep on stressing the fact that like these sort of things like it's only when you look back you deep like wow like how did I not see this sort of thing and then I think it also adds to one of the things I was going to mention in terms of the importance of of being open with certain things with certain people Mm -hmm. now obviously this is where it then it does like when you're open with someone it obviously allows them to to also essentially like not have control of your emotions but you got me input into something but I think you need to have people around you that you can trust that will be like that essentially won't take advantage of you in any way shape or form when you're vulnerable and you're explaining how you're feeling etc um and I'm sure that like like you just mentioned you know it was through those conversations then and people being like um like this ain't right like this 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 is not this is not on kind of thing that's really when things start to become a bit more clearer um but yeah and no, I think that's a that is definitely an example, I think, of of the type of abuse that um that Brinley Lee was actually even talking about as well. Um, but in terms of example from on my part, um, 
this is actually like one of my friends um that went through this and essentially she was talking about how she was in a relationship and she did not realize like until her friend and her family basically had to point it out that this guy is basically like changing you and it's clear that you're not happy um and essentially what she was saying is that in the relationship there was things that was happening where for example she naturally is quite busty for example yeah so if she's naturally busty obviously when you met her the girl had breasts so you know that and everybody knows that someone who has breasts it can be very hard to find outfits or find tops for example that don't make things seem that basically makes it seem a bit more sexualized i don't know if that's the right yeah. term yeah um, when it's literally just a plain top yeah and it's just the way like you just like it's just it's just the way it is really and truly do you know what i mean um yeah. so for example he obviously knew and he met her with that same breast yeah you can't now use that same breast against them and say but why are you wearing that though you know it's making you look this type of way like i think those type of questions yeah it's i don't know i, I don't know how to explain it but yeah those questions are very very harmful um and the, basically the way he was framing it was like oh but you know i don't but okay so i've said it like that but the way that he would say it is oh but babe like i don't think you should really wear that like i feel like you know you probably wears this or like this will make you look this will probably suit you better not realizing that the reason why is because he felt i don't really want anybody else to see your breasts for example yeah so and she's always been somebody that she's been very very like you know them like body positive people that you know is always saying you know love yourself be like do whatever etc so she was always like that before then for somebody to now come and say are like just wear this like I don't really think that you should be wearing that top or do you know what I mean like those small comments here and there and it was to the point where she would be like coming back to him and telling him um about her day like oh yeah I bumped into so and so um when I went on a run and he's like but why did you stop and speak to him or like why like what was that interaction like normal interaction that you would have that is literally harm free like they they then turn it and be like oh but you know that doesn't really that's not really right and then you start to think oh maybe that isn't right maybe I need to actually like when I see someone not stop and talk like and obviously like I said <laughs> that the way that it, sounds, it sounds mad but imagine like this is somebody that you clearly love and I think this is what people tend to when you're from an outside and you're hearing these stories you're just thinking ah, how can you do such but imagine somebody that you clearly love so claim the person to claim to love you you wouldn't think naturally that that sort of thing could ever happen so when they are talking you genuinely believe that it's coming from a place of love so yeah there were so many things that happened in that relationship and she literally said it got to the point where she was so unhappy but she still didn't think that the reason why she was unhappy was because of her relationship so it was only when she was then talking to her friend and her mum and her and basically her family, they were like, I can't lie to you. When you add things up, the things that you're talking about, they're all linking back to one person and it's this boyfriend of yours. <laughs> it's this boyfriend of yours. And she basically was like, if not, she said, literally said, if not for her family and her friend calling her out and being like, sis, I can't lie to you. 
this guy i don't know what's going on but if something's not right here like this is clearly you're clearly being turned something that you're not this is probably why you're feeling low she said that she literally doesn't know whether she would be like basically like standing here because she was so depressed that it was basically turning like i don't want to say i don't want to put words into her mouth but do you know what i mean like she was basically severely depressed um and obviously we know that with depression and mental health like it, it takes you to a whole other realm so like yeah essentially when she told when she told me that story yeah like obviously the point that i made in terms of you know having good people around you but it's also about being open because if she didn't if she didn't tell these people these things yeah like they wouldn't be able to call her out and mm. i'm not obviously like we've spoken about this like um before in terms of people that like hide their man and hide all this and I, and i and i get it like you don't really want everybody up in your business but there should i genuinely still think that there should be people that you can trust to talk about these sort of things with um and yeah like it just like she literally just said to me like honestly like, i don't think i feel like i wish that i could spread this out to just let people know that like they need to be transparent with those people that are around them that they can trust um because those are the people that really do help you pull out like bring yourself out of situations when you're completely blinded mm. um sorry it's long but yeah that that thing it just actually touched me which is why i knew that when i saw that video of Brini lee talking about her going through the exact same thing with this guy and talking about how emotionally abusive he was it just made. I just knew that. Yeah, I had to. Just, I had to like at least make it a topic on this episode, um, just to spread that and essentially tell people that yeah, like they need to, they need to be transparent about, you know, things that they're going through with at least somebody they can trust, um, and it's so important to have that around you because they're the ones that's going to help you in those in those low times. Big fan. Fan, but yeah, um, that's basically it. Really, there's not really much to add. I know it's a short episode, a short topic, but um. It's straight to the point, isn't it? <laughs> no, I think, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say that because a lot of people talk about like physical abuse, mm. like, stuff like domestic abuse as well, but that emotional abuse can mm. cut very, someone really deep. Like, I think I was um, a bit off topic. Um, I think uh, Kanye West did. Um, a listen another listening something oh, okay his, his new album yeah mm. and one of the people that was featured on the album i think his name is is it marilyn there's oh, one yes yes yeah yes, with yes, the guy yes, with the yes, white yes. face i can't remember his yeah, name, yeah 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 so obviously it sparked up a few things like oh like why is this guy um on the album he's a known saint he's a no he's a known saintist and like he's had he has like a lot of like um cases against him i think sexual something cases against him mm. and basically this video came out about this girl basically saying all of the stuff that um he had been doing to her and she was 18 at the time or something like that and mm. this guy i think he's in like his 60s or something like that so um like even the way she was narrating like all of the stuff that he would do to her mm. a lot of the stuff was like emotional emotional mm. abuse like and the way that she was describing it and things as well, like, he used to do stuff to her physically as well, but I don't know, it's like the uh, the emotional side of it really just mm. 
had me on the like I was just like oh my god like imagine someone repeatedly telling you something every day things like some of the let me give an example of some of the stuff he would do he would say things like um what would he say like um he he basically cut her away from her family Mm. um cut her away from her family said that if say things he says he used to say things like oh if you leave me i'm gonna kill myself Mm. like that Mm. trigger warning Mm. but stuff like like that like that is powerful like imagine someone saying if you if you leave them Mm. they're gonna take their own life like Mm. that imagine going through that emotionally like that is actually Mm. crazy like and it's just so mad how words can actually cut deep and how mm. words like words can mean like so much if that makes sense yeah definitely Crazy. yeah it is it's really really powerful words um and yeah I just think in those cases as well like that that I think is even an extreme like that is a that is an extreme case because like we've said there's so many other small things like oh I don't think that looks nice on you and like telling somebody that every single day like oh I don't think that suits you mm. oh I don't think that suits you and literally like at the time you're literally thinking oh that doesn't suit me okay cool let me get something else but mm. then when someone's telling you something doesn't suit you all the time bro you will look in the mirror and be thinking but what does like I don't think people like it's so yeah. it's so yeah. crazy how words can literally impact the way that you you view yourself yeah um and even the way, like, for example, you told... I've definitely heard of the, of cases where, for example, the emotional abuse has led to, like, you know, people turning away from their families and things yeah. like that. Like, it, it really does have a lasting impact on people's lives. So, um, yeah, that's basically the topic for today. I can't lie. I don't know if you guys have anything else you want to add. Um, I was just going to say that I think also emotional abuse can come in the form of, like... Um, intentionally like withholding emotion oh so, oh damn yeah you're right you're right you're right sorry like punishing somebody hmm. by like intentionally intentionally not providing them with love and affection yes so that as well can be emotionally abusive too yeah. and I feel like a lot of people go through that as well like because when you were speaking about the whole like oh that doesn't suit you or whatever mm. even sometimes not even offering not that everybody needs validation but I can't lie if somebody looks nice just tell them they look nice and I've definitely been around people before that are like and this isn't even in a romantic relationship but it'll just be like mm. oh if I tell her she looks good like it'll go to her head sort of thing mm. Mm. I'm not saying that's abusive but I'm just saying like imagine that that's somebody that you're actually with and yeah they they are withholding that affection because they're trying to like punish you for something that they didn't yeah. like yes yes, mm-hmm. yes. I like they did to you uh, they maybe she did something he didn't like she's apologized but he's now like refusing to like speak to her or he's yes now, like um I don't know like show any sort of affection or mm, mm, that's a very very good one very very good point damn y'all hey this life will God, now you only. Honestly, now you only. I'm telling you, I'm telling you. That brings us to the end of today's episode. It was, I think it's going to be a short one. I don't know how long it's going to end up being, but um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Let us know um, 
whether you guys agree with the points that we made we mentioned today obviously i know it's a sensitive topic but i do feel like the main points are really really important um make sure you guys tune in make sure you guys follow us as well on our social bts pod underscore on twitter and on instagram um yeah i think that's basically it really i don't even know what else to add that's how you know it's been a while um but yeah anyway (laughs) we'll see you guys in our next episode bye 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 hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain i learned this the hard way after losing my cat gingy so i created pretty litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors saving you money and potentially your cat's life pretty litter is veterinarian developed and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20 percent off your first order and a free cat toy terms and conditions apply see site for details mom deserves better than a drugstore card this mother's day surprise her with a truly special personalized card from moonpig add your favorite photos a heartfelt message and we'll even mail it for you the same day all for just five dollars from mom to grandma we have something to celebrate every mom in your life every mom deserves a moonpig card get 50 percent off your first card at moonpig.com moonpig.com